All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Heather Vale, and this is the Odyssey Las Vegas Public Affairs Show. Joining me today is Heather Davis, Director of Community Engagement for Opportunity Village. This nonprofit was founded over six decades ago, and it helps Southern Nevadans with disabilities develop marketable job skills, get long-term work experience, gain independence, and increase self-esteem. Heather has a long-standing career as a leader in mentoring, training, community outreach, and event management. Heather, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, thank you for having me. So I think most people have heard of Opportunity Village, but what exactly does the organization do? So Opportunity Village, gosh, we do a lot, but we are primarily, we have day habilitation, we have job training and development. Um, and we've been, like you mentioned, a longstanding really support here in the Valley for people with disabilities since 1954. So we've been around for quite some time. I would assume that in that time, the organization has changed probably substantially. What has the growth and the evolution been like over those decades? You know, it's been really a beautiful thing for the Las Vegas Valley. Whenever I have a group come in to volunteer or to learn more about OB, I always ask them, you know, are you Vegas born? <laughs> and, mm -hmm. you know, we usually get a mix of people who raise their hands. And OV, like you mentioned, we are Vegas born. So back in 1954, those seven families got together. And at that time, there wasn't special education as we have today in our schools. There wasn't places like Opportunity Village for people with disabilities. So the Cliff Notes version, I always say it quick and easy, is when they were looking for things for their children, they were basically told there isn't anything. And so being Vegas strong, those families got together and they said, that's not good enough. So it went from those seven families to now serving over 3,000 individuals and their families across really the valley. Um, we have individuals placed in various places from the airport to Starbucks, to stores, uh, to our campuses, you name it, we're, we're out there. And really, I always tell people, we are not only Vegas born, we are really local Las Vegas, because we use 10 to 20,000 volunteers a year. And without this community supporting saying, hey, you know what, people with disabilities are important. Their families are important. They're our neighbor and our friends. And getting up and standing behind us, we wouldn't exist. So we're really thankful for that. So it's changed drastically to answer your question. Mm -hmm. it's yeah, not just with us, but in society in general. 10 to 20,000 volunteers just right there. That's incredible. <laughs> Yes, yes. Yeah, it's it's definitely a feat. Um, this year alone, we've already logged over 32,000, I believe. I looked, gosh, today, over 32,000 hours from the Vegas community. Wow. Yeah. So as you mentioned, back then, there wasn't special education, but now there is. So in this day and age, with all of the wonderful nonprofits that we have in this community, what void does Opportunity Village fill? 
you know, we're really here to support people in whatever way they need us with the services we provide. So for example, we are in the Clark County School District. We have a job development program where we help prepare students with disabilities who are in school. So when the bus stops coming, they still are plugged in. You know, we all go through that transition from high school to college or high school to work or high school to the armed forces, whatever it may be that our journeys you know, we choose for the next path in our life. Well, the same with people with disabilities, we don't want them to fall through the cracks. When the school bus stops coming, we want them to be plugged in. So we work with them to get them plugged in and have them know what their path is going to be. Okay, the job development program in the Clark County School District. So we start there. And if those students and families choose to come to OV after graduation at 21, we welcome them. We do what we can to serve them. So that may be training and our programs and services. It may be training and then placing them within the community at different locations. We have I believe last time I looked, it was 64 locations, but that's constantly changing. We always have people calling saying, hey, we have some jobs. We'd like to employ some individuals and we see if it's a good fit. One of our mottos is my job, my choice. So the individuals that come to Opportunity Village, people with disabilities, they work with a case manager and they will tell them what their dream job is, where it is they want to be. And their case manager will help them figure out where they can work, what that would look like, what they can be successful at, and they will work with them towards that. Some individuals work on our campuses, like I mentioned, some work out in the community, some come to us so their family members can go to work. Uh, maybe they need more support. Maybe they need the support of a 24-hour nurse because they have the support of a feeding tube or something such as that. So they come to our day habilitation programs and their family members then can go to work. Okay, awesome. That sounds fantastic. So this is event season at Opportunity Village, and this is the reason why so many community members know about Opportunity Village, because the events that you guys put on are just incredible. So now we're in specifically Halloween season, and you've got not just one, but two amazing major events, which is Halloween and Vegas Fright Nights. So could you tell us about those events in particular and how people could attend? Yeah, so Halloween, if you see the little play on the OV there, mm -hmm. is what you will hear it called at Opportunity Village. And it is what I like to call, it's kind of stepping into a Hallmark movie. Um, for those <laughs> who haven't seen a Hallmark movie, it's traditionally, we have the community comes out, we use 100 to 200 volunteers a night. Those may be high school students, college students, corporate and community groups, and they run the forest for us. The forest is comprised of a lighted walkway with over 2 million lights, decorated trees, carnival rides, carnival eats, as you can imagine, mm -hmm. carnival games, and just lots of fun, different things that happen every year. But when you come to the magical forest, whether it's for the holiday season or for Halloween, what you are doing really is being part of a legacy here in Las Vegas. And when you walk through the tree path, so it's a way of life that you walk through, you're going to see local Las Vegas. You may see like last year, we had a tree decorated by the Vegas sign. We had a tree decorated by the Cosmopolitan. We had a tree decorated by Bishop Gorman. You know, all different organizations, schools, clubs, communities, Starbucks decorated a tree. They decorate them for Halloween and then they also decorate them. They come back and they decorate them for Christmas. So you'd see this beautiful community path of lights decorated in holiday splendor um, mm -hmm. to show the support of the people who live in our valley with disabilities and the families who love them. 
And it's just, you know, probably the best thing about it is when we have volunteers that come out that say, oh my gosh, I remember coming here as a child. I remember taking pictures with Santa. I remember, you know, going down the slide or being on the merry-go-round or riding the train, which is the big attraction for everybody. Everyone wants to ride the train. But it starts on September 30th, we open. Now that first weekend, we will only have our Vegas Fright Nights open. Now that is really special because it is at the same location at 6300 West Oakey as our forest has Halloween at the Magical Forest. However, it is separate. So you can enter the Fright Nights, the haunted houses or the Magical Forest. So I like to say the Magical Forest part is family fun and friendly. Think Charlie Brown, great pumpkin Halloween. <laughs> Vegas Fright Nights is scary. Okay. <laughs> I, tell, I tell the event staff, I'm not going through there with the lights off. I'll have nightmares. Um, <laughs> I have like that. But in truth, it's a lot of fun. It is ran by volunteers. It is some of the most amazing talent you will see. One of our board members actually came out this past weekend and he was in awe of the work of our event staff. Kale, who's the director of uh, that event, just does an amazing job. We have a clown portion that's in 3D. We have a haunted mansion, and then we have a third haunted house. So you have three haunted houses to go through that's brand new this year. And you go from one to the next. There's mazes. There's ball pits. It is top of the line. And I am telling you frequently when I am there in the evening, I will have guests come out of the haunted house laughing, screaming, you know, <laughs> having a great time. People will always come up to me and say, no joke. That is the best haunted house I have ever been to. Wow. <laughs> it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty fun. Okay. So then Halloween and Vegas Fright Nights continue throughout the month of October. And then when does Magical Forest reopen for Christmas? Yeah. So Halloween and Vegas Fright Nights are every weekend starting September 30th. Um, the first weekend is only Vegas Fright Nights. On starting on the 7th, it is the Halloween at the Magical Forest in addition to Vegas Fright Nights. The last week in October, it's every single day. So from the 20th through the 31st, we are open the entire time. Then we transition over to, we have what we call Flip the Forest, where we have volunteers that come in and help us tear down all the Halloween decorations and flip it to the holiday season. And the opening night for that is November 15th. We have November 18th through the 21st. And then the 25th through the 27th, we're open the weekend of December 1st through 4th, 8th through 11th. And then we go from the 15th all the way through the end of the year, December 31st. So all of those nights, not only are we open for the public to come and enjoy, we also are open for volunteer groups. So please reach out and let us know if you want to come and just do some really fun Fun activity that is just, I mean, we couldn't do this without the community. This is our largest, longest lasting fundraiser. And without the community, we wouldn't exist. So we really welcome people to come out and join us. Okay. And then what is the Santa run? The Santa run. So that is the Great Las Vegas Santa run. That is on December 3rd in downtown Las Vegas. We are actually in the Guinness Book of World Records for the most Santas in one place. <laughs> Really amazing event. If you've never been there, especially if you're a local or if you're even visiting, it starts at 10 a.m. and it is a group. I think the largest it's been is between seven and 10,000. We have been working at growing it since COVID with large gatherings. And we are really hoping we just, you know, kick off this year with amazing numbers. Um, but everyone that enters the Santa run, 
with their registration fee, they get a Santa suit. So you see just a sea of Santa Clauses running through Fremont Street, and it is a fun run. So we have walkers, we have runners, we have people who are in it to win it, without a doubt. And then we have people who are there just for the tradition. The streets are lined with various cheerleading, palms, flag groups from our high schools and our colleges to tell people which way to go and to cheer them along the way. And then at the end, they will end with a little uh, party at the end where they get their award. And yeah, it's just a really great time. And it's something to see. If you haven't been there, you should come out. You can walk it or run it. Okay. Sounds like you've got a very action-packed few months coming up <laughs> before we hit 2023. We absolutely do. And actually, it started last weekend with what we call Saturdays of Service. We had almost 100 volunteers in the rain, nonetheless, wow. come out and help us start decorating the forest. So that is why this is such a Vegas tradition, because from start to finish, it is it is the community saying, hey, Opportunity Village isn't just in Las Vegas. Opportunity Village is Las Vegas. I've had volunteers come as far away from Cameroon, Africa. Because wow. in our space, in the disability space, they've heard of OV. They've heard of what the Las Vegas community does for people with disabilities. And they say, we want to be part of this. How do we bring this back to our community? Now, locally, a lot of people may come out to the forest or they may come out to the Santa Run. But with many not-for-profits, people get involved in the fundraisers and they don't know what it supports. Mm -hmm. And traditionally, we're over 70% self-funded. So in that, you know, that can vary from year to year. But that means that if it wasn't for these events, we as a community wouldn't be able to provide all the amazing services that we do at OB. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, you need a lot of volunteers to help you with all of these events and initiatives. So if someone's listening and they want to sign up as a volunteer, what do they do? What's the process like? Okay, so this is the easiest, easiest thing to remember. Okay. If they have access to email, email volunteers with an S at opportunityvillage.org. And when they go to write that email, if they're like, oh my gosh, was it volunteer or was it volunteers? It is an S, it's volunteers because we need more than one. Okay. We use volunteers year round. And if there's anybody who wants to come out and join us after the holidays or in the springtime, we do team building with a lot of corporate groups. I mean, we don't stop. We have people that come out to our programs and services and support our individuals. We have people who do exercise classes and cooking classes at our Betty's Village, where um, the people with disabilities live on their own independently. So we have so many ways that people can get involved and just be part of this amazing organization. Awesome. Okay. So now if people want to attend Halloween, either through the Magical Forest or they're brave and they want to try the Vegas Fright <laughs> Nights and, you know, they want to know when you're open and when they can attend these events, where do they find out all the information about that as well as about the Santa Run and the Christmas version of the Magical Forest? Yeah. So there's a couple different ways. They can go on opportunityvillage.org our website and click on get involved and they'll see a tab for events. They'll see a tab for volunteering. They'll even see a tab for the services we provide. We also have a Facebook page and an Instagram page. Uh, Vegas Fright Nights, um, the Santa Run and the Magical Forest all have their own Instagram page. 
And OV Volunteers has an Instagram page that shows all the community support coming out. So there's so many ways you can find us. If you were on social media, search Opportunity Village, and one of our pages is going to pop up. Go to our webpage, or like I said, email volunteers at opportunityvillage.org. That'll direct right to my office and myself or two other members in my office. We'll answer that email and we will get you plugged in. Okay. And what if people just want to find out more about Opportunity Village, what you do, and maybe just send a donation? Hey, you know what? On that website, there is a button that says donate now. So <laughs> they can click that button. And uh, by all means, if, if you have the ability to share time, talent or treasure, you know, financial resources, all of us are still recovering from COVID. At, I mean, that really hurt many places and yeah. Opportunity Village is not immune from that. So if there is a way people can financially support us, whether it's coming out, bringing a group out to our events to attend or to just give financially, absolutely, we welcome that. Okay, awesome. So once again, opportunityvillage.org is the website. You can find out more about the Halloween event at Magical Forest or the Vegas Fright Nights, as well as after they flip the forest and it becomes the Magical Forest Christmas version, which happens on November 15th. So that's a really tight turnaround. It's only a two-week turnaround between the two. This event staff is amazing. And like I said, it's also the community because the community who sponsors those trees they decorated for Halloween. They come right back out and they flip their own tree for the holiday <laughs> season. So it is it is a fun event. And if you've never been there, oh, come on out. It is worth it. If you haven't been to the Santa Run, and I expect Heather to see you coming through that, coming through those, um, you know, fright night haunted houses. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know about the haunted houses. Maybe, maybe I'll just stick to the magical forest. I'm one of those that like I I don't really like scary stuff. I've never been never been. <laughs> Never been a scary movie fan, you know. I don't. I don't do horror, but That's but I. Do. You and I have that have that in common. But I bet you have some friends who would love it. So absolutely, yeah. I know a lot of people who just love haunted houses, and especially they just love the Halloween season. So I'm sure they'll be out. So. Again, opportunityvillage.org is all the information. Magical Forest is at 6300 West Oki, so it's the same location for that, whether it's Halloween season or whether it's Christmas season and also for the Vegas Fright Nights. But you get your information at opportunityvillage.org. And then for the Santa Run, that's happening December 3rd in downtown Las Vegas. And if you want to be a volunteer to help out with all of these events and initiatives and all this stuff going on, send an email volunteers at opportunityvillage.org, volunteers at opportunityvillage.org. And Heather, do you have anything more before we wrap up? Anything else you want to say to people who are listening and what you think that they should know about Opportunity Village and what you're doing in the community? Yeah, I just um, want to say thank you because the one thing that just touches my heart is how the community shows up. You know, the people with disabilities and their families that we serve it's our neighbors, it's our family members, you know, it's our friends. And um, this community is known for the strip and all the amazing entertainment we have. And I tell everyone, we should be known for the love this community shows. It's, you know, it's people with disabilities, it steps up, it, it doesn't want them to be forgotten or to be missed. And mm -hmm. um, I just want to say thank you. And if you want to get involved, if you haven't been involved, you reach out to me and I promise I will get you plugged in. Awesome. 
Thanks, Heather. So once again, yeah. reach out to Heather at volunteers at opportunityvillage.org or visit the website opportunityvillage.org. And Heather, I want to thank you for being here, talking with us, letting us know about the events coming up and letting us know how people can get involved in helping. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you for your time. One in four Americans today are living with a disability. I'm one of them. I care deeply about creating a world we can all fully participate in, free from stigma, misperceptions, and barriers. And we've got a trusted ally on our side, an organization we can rely on, Easter Seals. Rooted in communities nationwide, Easter Seals helps empower millions of people, regardless of age or disability, through its life-changing services and powerful advocacy. Today and every day, Easter Seals is leading the way to full equity, inclusion, and access to healthcare, employment, and education for people with disabilities, families, and communities. That's my Easter Seals. Make it yours. Learn more and get involved at EasterSeals.com. I'm Heather Vale, and this is the Odyssey Las Vegas Public Affairs Show. Today I'm speaking with Shannon McEwen, Task Force Leader for the Pediatric Brain Tumor Foundation, and Raider Dad founder Josh Kamenite. The Pediatric Brain Tumor Foundation fights to eradicate brain tumors, the deadliest childhood cancer. Their Ride for Kids events are the longest-running motorcycle charity event in the nation, and we've got one coming up. Raider Dad helps children and their families escape their reality of obstacles and challenges by creating Raiders game experiences at Allegiant Stadium. Shannon and Josh, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for having us here also. So, Shannon, when was the Pediatric Brain Tumor Foundation founded, and what exactly does it do? The Pediatric Brain Tumor Foundation was founded in 1991, which is the same year that American Honda became their sponsor. The Pediatric Brain Tumor Foundation primarily researches for a cure for pediatric brain tumors and better treatments. They also provide family support programs for, you know, the children and their families, whether it be now that they're, you know, surviving longer through the research and treatments that have been gone through over the years. It might be college scholarships. It could be gas cards to get them to their treatments. It could be, you know, some financial aid and just support groups as far as getting them on calls with different researchers with other families so they can network. And, you know, for the kids, they, they have imaginary friend society, which is a little cartoon network that helps kids who are afraid of some of the treatments they're going to receive at the doctor's office. Mm-hmm. It gives them something to watch so that they're, you know, relieved of some of those fears. Okay. And Josh, what prompted you to start Raider Dad and what does it do? So Raider Dad actually started just an act of kindness. We had this idea and threw it on a Facebook page. Uh, After a few weeks, you know, a lot of people, you know, gravitated to the idea of, you know, helping less fortunate families that ideally wouldn't have the experiences that we're providing at these Raider games. And we look to inspire and lead the next generation, you know, kids that are, maybe it's a health condition, uh, maybe it's something in their home life, but we also look to acknowledge people, families that are doing good things in the community. 
and Shannon's worked closely with us through, uh, we've only done three events so far, but uh, the experiences that we're providing for these families is, you know, we're creating a memory that's lasting longer than the game itself. So some great stuff so far. Okay, what kinds of events have you been working on together? What we do is Shannon uh, has a lot of families that uh, we've taken to the games with us. What we've partnered with Jay's Gourmet uh, it's a tailgate experience. They come down, they'll tailgate with us, get them some food, shirts, and then we we provide game tickets for them. You know, they're able to go see the, their role models, the biggest stars in Las Vegas. So that's that's how this is all conspired so far. Okay, Shannon, what kind of synergy is there between the Pediatric Brain Tumor Foundation and Raider Dad? I am super excited about the partnership, and so are our star families. We say stars. Stars are a child with a brain tumor. It gives them a relief from reality for a little while when they get to go and experience something they they might not otherwise be able to experience. So when Josh with Raider Dad contacted me and and asked if there was any children that you know might be interested in going to a Raider game and having that Raider Dad experience that he's described, I was super excited contacting the families. Of course, they were, they were as well. And we've really partnered well together to be able to provide, you know, that experience for these families. It it takes them away from that reality of having to go and get MRIs and chemotherapy and all that stuff is just not fun that they have to deal with daily. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So speaking of fun, what's the Ride for Kids event all about? The Ride for Kids event is a motorcycle charity ride in Las Vegas. The Las Vegas Ride for Kids started in 2005. It started in actually 1984 before it became the Pediatric Brain Tumor Foundation in 1991. And um, it's the longest running successful motorcycle charity ride in the nation. It's multi-state, national. Here in Las Vegas this year, for example, the ride will start at Town Square and we will provide the riders breakfast, some coffee, talk to them a little bit about what we're doing. Um, We're going to have a UNLV cheer out there and and a younger cheer team cheering the riders on before they leave. It's highway patrol escorted. And in the front of the ride, the children and their families can ride with escorts and some of the slingshots. And if they're older and capable of on the backs of motorcycles, if they'd like, or in the fire truck at the caboose, they'll leave town square. They'll go up, not actually the Red Rock Loop, but that Blue Diamond Loop as you're rounding around Red Rock Mm -hmm. and then come back down and end at the Silverton Hotel Casino. Well, we will provide them lunch. The Silverton's actually going to grill hamburgers and hot dogs. And we'll have a live band and just have a celebration of life ceremony where everybody gets to celebrate what they've done for the kids and announce, you know, how much they've raised and give away. Right now is going to be giving away some motorcycles. We're also going to have a tribute to the owner of Carter Power Sports, Dave Carter. He passed away this year and he was the one who actually started Las Vegas Ride for Kids back in 2005. Wow. Josh, will Raider Dad be making an appearance at Ride for Kids? So for this event, uh, I'm actually going to bring my own family to check out, you know, Las Vegas Rides has been to a couple of events with us. And recently, Shannon joined us. So we're going to be joining them, me and my sons. Cool. 
So Shannon, how can listeners take part in the ride as well? Um, anybody can actually come to the event. They, you don't have to be a motorcycle rider. You can come to the event, join us, you know, for that breakfast and lunch and celebration and wander around and check out all these cool motorcycles and cheer them on. It's quite the experience when you see 300 or so motorcycles um, gathered together with Nevada Highway Patrol at the front and the, and the stars revving their engines, honking their horns, getting ready to leave, going on that ride closing down intersections in parade style, you know, bringing awareness to this cause and, you know, celebrating with them at the end. There'll be other, you know, entertainment there. You can register for the ride at rideforkids.org slash Las Vegas. And with a $40 minimum donations, you get a event t-shirt, you get a ride pen, you get breakfast, lunch, live entertainment, and also giving to kids with brain tumors. Okay, so if they have a motorcycle, they can join the parade and otherwise they can hang out and wait for everyone to come back to the Silverton? Yep, yep. All right, awesome. And Josh, where can people find out more about Raider Dad and what you've got going on? Anyone that wants to get involved or just see what we're about, uh, you can find us on Facebook at Raider Dad. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at, at Vegas Raider Dad. And our website is uh, VegasRaiderDad.org. Okay, awesome. So once again, if you want to take part or hang out at the Ride for Kids, which is happening on Sunday, October 9th, it's rideforkids.org slash Las Vegas. You can find out more information or you can register to take part. You can make a donation. So again, that's rideforkids.org slash Las Vegas. And if you want to find out more about what Raider Dad is doing, the website is vegasraiderdad.org, vegasraiderdad.org, or find him on Facebook at Raider Dad. Josh and Shannon, I want to thank you so much for being here and letting us know everything that you're doing and the synergy you've got going, the different events. I'm sure we're going to hear a lot more about events that are going to be coming up between the two of you. So keep us posted. And thank you so much for being here and letting everyone know what's going on. Thank you, Heather. Thank you for having us. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join our team in the fight against cancer at V.org. I'm Heather Vale, and this is the Odyssey Las Vegas Public Affairs Show. Today I'm speaking with Jeff Sailing, Executive Director of Startup NV. Startup NV is a nonprofit business incubator for scalable Nevada startups, providing mentorship and access to capital partners. Jeff, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me, Heather. It's great to be here. Why was Startup NV created in the first place? Startup NV was created to solve a problem that I had. I had moved to Nevada in 2009 as a founder, you know, Silicon Valley, you know, had an exit. I wanted to start my next company here. Mm -hmm. And I discovered that there was no startup ecosystem. There was no capital. There was no coders. I'm a software guy. There wasn't the things I needed to start my company. So for eight years, I left. I went and started another company in Seattle, started another company in Austin, Texas, and was growing frustrated that every time I came back from these things that I was doing, 
there still had not really been a startup ecosystem created. I didn't even know that there wasn't one until I came here and, and realized, oh, this is something that existed in Silicon Valley and Seattle and Austin that wasn't here. So after the, the last one and the last startup I did in Texas in Austin, when I came back, I said, well, somebody's got to do this. We actually have to start taking care of ourselves. So I found uh, four co-founders and we started Startup NV to, you know, at first to help the founders find mentorship and capital. And then eventually we formed our own for-profit separate venture funds to actually do the investing ourselves rather than having to rely on our connections and introductions for them to, to do that. Okay. You know, it's kind of interesting because a lot of people would say, there are a lot of startups here in the Las Vegas Valley and especially in the tech field. So is that all a result of you guys doing what you did? <laughs> I'd like to think, yeah, that we did it all. It's all on us now, but that's, <laughs> that's not the case. Uh, over the years, since I've been here, we've seen, you know, kind of a steady progression and much more so uh, with the, all the people moving here from COVID has really accelerated things. So the, the outlook has become much brighter. I, I'd like to certainly take some, <laughs> hopefully credit for doing some good in the environment. You know, we've, we've heard, you know, over a thousand companies pitch to us since we got started in 2017. Um, we've had a, about 30 of them come through our program. Uh, we've invested about $3 million in the various companies that have come through our program. And then those companies have gone on to raise another $75 million, uh, you know, outside of our program. And that's all fantastic. The 70, the $75 million that they raised on their own, most of that has come from outside of Nevada. And, and while it's wonderful that they've raised that money, we should be able to do that ourselves. And that's part of our mission is to keep helping as many founders and startups as we can, keep growing the venture ecosystem here in, in town and throughout the state mm -hmm. so that our founders don't have to go someplace else to raise their capital and perhaps be lured away because the capital is somewhere other than here at home. Right. Yeah. What is your entrepreneur boot camp all about? It, we train, and it's a free boot camp, starts on October 11th. Uh, you can attend in person at our facility in downtown Vegas, or you can attend online. Everything will be done on Zoom as well. And it an answers the basic question, so what do I as a founder have to do to raise venture capital from an angel investor or you know, an early stage cap venture capital fund? And we go through 12 topics that explain that from how do you do a one minute pitch to what's a great deck to what are these crazy deal terms that you guys are all talking about? A, a litany of things that we teach so that the founders can learn the topics and also decide, is venture capital really right for the business that I'm building? Or do I really belong sort of on the debt side and going through the SBA and getting an SBA loan? And depending on what your business is and how investors will look at it, we're hoping founders will learn kind of which camp they belong in. Okay. So if the boot camp is free, does that mean just any entrepreneur can show up and take part? Well, they, they should register first. So they okay. should jump on <laughs> they should jump on uh on the angelnv.com website, which you can go there and, and register. That's what our bootcamp is called, Angel NV. Or you can go to the Startup NV website. You'll find your way over to Angel NV from startupnv.org as well. And it's a simple registration process. It'll probably take you five, 10 minutes to do it. And like I said, it's free. You just, you register, you show up for the classes. And at the end of the bootcamp, the companies will have the opportunity to apply 
to a group of angels that we put together that are going to the funds that we've created the, the last two years have been, we, we promise a minimum of $200,000. We've actually been able to invest more than that the last two years. Mm-hmm. And with the matching funds we have from the SSBCI program, sort of our starting investment this year will be $400,000. So the company that makes it all the way to the end, applies, gets through the whole process with the angels, will receive a $400,000 investment. And if we raise more money, we'll invest in more companies. So how many startups get the opportunity to pitch? During the boot camp, everybody will get a chance to pitch. Um, mm-hmm. We do pitch deconstruction where we criticize and give feedback to the founders on what their pitch sounds like. Now, that's not for money. That's just for, for learning. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, when companies apply to the angels for the $400,000 worth of funding, we accept any application from any founder who wants to apply. And part of the learning for the angels is to take that group of you know, 40, 50, 60, 70 companies, winnow it down over several weeks to six who become finalists. Then we dive in and do dil- due diligence on those six finalists. At the end, we select one as the main winner, if you want to think about it that way, they get the, inv- the big investment. And mm-hmm. if we've managed to raise more money, then we make more than one investment, which we've done the past two years. Okay, so I'm kind of picturing like a Shark Tank scenario, but angels sound a lot nicer than sharks. So <laughs> what is the pitching experience actually like? The first pitching experience is quick. So you have a three-minute pitch the first time you do it. Um, as you get further along in the process, the pitches become longer. The final pitches are 10 minutes uh, with about 20 minutes of questions for each of the founders. So you, 10 minutes to tell us the basic story and then 20 minutes for people to ask questions about that story. And then for the ones that the the angels have the most interest in, those final six, uh, then we get involved in due diligence, which is probably 30, 40, 50 hours of one-on-one interviews and really diving deep into the business um, that go beyond just the basic pitch. Okay, so you've been talking a lot about angel investors, but what was the federal funding that you recently announced in partnership with Nevada's State Small Business Credit Initiative? So what that does is, you know, we run this accelerator and incubator program and we do investing from a few different points of view. One is this angel and envy thing that we're talking about. That's one of our lanes of, mm-hmm. of investing. Uh, we have another lane in our accelerator where we have a fund, Fund Envy, that invests $50,000 in the, the companies that get into the accelerator program. That's matched by SSBCI. The angel investment that we just talked about is also matched by SSBCI. Um, and then we've just formed a, a seed fund called the 1864 Fund, which will make larger investments. Um, and those investments will also be matched by SSBCI, along with investments that we find uh, that are in Nevada that our syndicate of investors invest in that might not be appropriate for any one of the other three things, Mm -hmm. uh, but they're just interesting venture investments that a small group, usually it's from 10 to 25 people. Everybody throws a little bit of money into a a special purpose vehicle or people call them SPVs. As as one entity, uh, we together make an investment in a company and all of those things uh, through our agreement with the state of Nevada will be matched by the SSBCI program, provided the companies are Nevada companies. So mm-hmm. you know, if we're investing in something that's not in Nevada, then SSBCI is not going to match it. Okay. 
So you've mentioned a few websites. We've got StartupNV.org, which is the nonprofit. We've got AngelNV.com and FundNV.com. For people that are listening and trying to figure out where they should go with their ideas and what path they should follow and what they should choose to do, give us the rundown of what the next steps could be. Yeah, the best place to go is StartupNV.org. You can get to everything from there. Okay. Um, you know, we do have the other websites for each of those programs go a lot deeper than we do specifically on StartupNV.org, but you get at least a high level overview of all of it at StartupNV.org. So I would suggest to the general audience, that's the place to start. You can link to everything from there and you can apply to all the different programs either directly on that website or from one a one-click link from that website over to the other ones. Awesome. Okay. So startupnv.org is the place to go. Startupnv.org. The Angel Envy Entrepreneur Bootcamp is happening on October 11th is the start date. It's free. It's in downtown Las Vegas, but you do have to register. So go to startupnv.org and register for that. Again, that's starting on October 11th. And how long does it go, Jeff? We finish in the middle of January. Uh, we do take about three weeks off during the holidays and during the new year. It's a total of 12 weeks, but they're not. They're, there's about a three-week gap, kind of two-thirds of the way through. Got it. Okay. So it starts October 11th. It's a 12-week program, a 12-week free boot camp, which is totally awesome. But again, it starts on October 11th, and it's in downtown Las Vegas. And the place to go is startupnv.org. Or if you want to find out more about the other programs and initiatives that they have, again, everything is at startupnv.org. And Jeff, I want to thank you so much for being here, talking to us about this, and for starting the whole startup. I mean, it is you, right? <laughs> Thanks for starting Las Vegas's whole tech startup industry. But no, I mean, thank you for your part in it because Las Vegas is becoming a force to reckon with in this area. And, you know, whatever contribution you guys made is absolutely awesome. So again, thank you for your time and for letting people know. Well, thanks for having me on and talking about it, Heather. It's really great to, uh, to do so. Thank you. Right now, our country feels divided, but there's a place where people are coming together. I gotta tell you, I was nervous to talk to someone so different than me. Me too, but I'm glad we are. Love Has No Labels and One Small Step are helping people with different political views, beliefs, and life experiences come together through conversation, and it feels good. Wow, your story is so... Uh, Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> When people actually sit down, talk, and listen to one another, they can break down boundaries and connect as human beings. At lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step, you can listen to amazing, life-changing conversations and find simple tools to start a conversation of your own. I know one thing. This conversation gives me hope. It gives me a lot of hope, too. Take a step toward bringing our country and your community together by having the courage to start a conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. I'm Heather Vale, and you're listening to the Odyssey Las Vegas Public Affairs Show. Joining me today is Jennifer Pimentel, Nevada Branch Manager for the Cupcake Girls. This nonprofit organization is in the midst of a fundraising drive to offer support and resources to those in the sex trade industry and victims of trafficking. Jennifer, thank you so much for being here today. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. So what exactly does the Cupcake Girls do? Sure. 
Well, as you mentioned, we work with people in the adult industry as well as survivors of domestic sex trafficking. What we do with our clients is really flip the narrative and have them take the steering wheel for that, how they want to use our resources. So a lot of times folks will come to us and say, well, it might look like I need a new tire or it might be something more complex, such as getting custody of your children. Through our programs, we're able to really give the steering wheel to our clients, creating SMART goals and achieving those goals in their own terms and really just using us as a vessel to support them throughout the process. We have three programs currently with our clients. We have referrals, advocacy, and mentorship, where clients can actually choose how frequent and what they are looking to work on. So if there's someone that knows what they're looking for, they need a daycare center, or they need someone to, you know, give them four tires, we can use our referral program and pair them off with those resources within one to two weeks. And for folks that are looking for something a little bit more complex, so as I mentioned, you know, I'm looking to get custody of my children. Very easy sentence to kind of say out loud. But, you know, behind the scenes, that looks a little bit more complex and a lot more steps to get to that final destination. So Mm -hmm. with our advocacy program, our advocates can actually work one-on-one with our clients, whether it's every week or biweekly, setting those goals and checking in during every session to make sure that we're hitting those goals and pairing up with the partnerships that we have in the community to offer support for them pro bono or discounted. So if someone is saying, you know, I need to get custody of my children, I need someone that can go to family court with me. We can pair them up with a lawyer that our organization has vetted to be a safe space for them, but someone that is also either pro bono or affordable for them that can accompany with them to those court sessions. Okay. Tell us about the Change Takes Action fundraising initiative. Sure. So Change Takes Action is our largest annual fundraiser. It's peer-to-peer, which in short means everyone can do this fundraiser. It's a great way for staff and volunteers, but also our friends and our loved ones to get together and really raise awareness in creating real sustainable change for our clients. What makes this fundraiser really stick out from everything else that we do throughout the organization is that folks can fundraise with their own creative ways. So we have people that are creating earrings and having proceeds go to their fundraising page. I'll actually be teaching pole dancing classes so people can learn pole dancing and have their tickets go directly to Change Takes Action. As an organization, our goal is to raise $300,000. Folks can participate if they're a business as a sponsor or hosting their own fundraiser, but our friends and family can also gather with us by creating their own fundraisers and checking in with us every week and just really brainstorming and having fun along the way. Fundraising um, definitely needs to have the fun in it to make it work. Okay, what's the time frame for the fundraising to take place? So Change Takes Action for 2022 is going to be September 23rd through October 14th. For anyone listening, don't feel like you have to rush and get started, although we would absolutely love that. But folks can sign up for Change Takes Action at any point throughout this fundraiser, and they can always contact our organization for more steps as well as tips and tricks to support them throughout it. Okay. What do you want the community to know about sex workers? Sure. In short, sex work is work. I am a sex worker as well, and throughout my experiences, I've met folks that are in this line of work to thrive and make it a career, and I've also met folks that have been trafficked, and I think something to really note when it comes to sex work is that sex workers are 
the number one ally to a survivor of domestic or just international sex trafficking. But furthermore, we shouldn't support sex workers because of this. We should support sex workers because just like anyone else, sometimes we go into work and we're dreading the shift, but sometimes you go to work and we love our jobs. And it's super important that we apply that to all industries, especially when it comes to the adult industry. Okay, where can people find out more information about the Cupcake Girls and your various events and initiatives? Of course, we have multiple social media channels. So we're at Cupcake Girls Org on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and also TikTok. Folks can check out our website, thecupcakegirls.org. You can learn more about offering services if you're interested in a partnership, volunteering, donating, or if you're a potential client, you can learn how to get support from our website as well. You can contact us via email at info at thecupcakegirls.org. And one of our team members would be super happy to get in touch with you. Awesome. So once again, the main website is thecupcakegirls.org. They're also on social media at cupcakegirls.org. And you can email them info at thecupcakegirls.org. And Jennifer, I want to thank you so much for being here and letting the community know about what you're doing and what kind of fundraising initiatives, what kind of services you have and how they can get involved with your initiatives if they want to as well. So I appreciate your time and bringing awareness to what you do. Thank you. Thank you. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. I'm Heather Vale with the Odyssey Las Vegas Public Affairs Show, and this is your community events calendar for nonprofit initiatives and charity events around the Valley. Monday's Dark with Mark Chinook is a bi-monthly musical fundraising party at The Space, with each event raising $10,000 for a specific charity in 90 minutes. Upcoming shows include this Monday, September 26th at 8 p.m., benefiting the United Citizens Foundation, and Monday, October 10th at 8 p.m., benefiting the Remissionaries. Get tickets or find out more details at mondaysdark.com. That's mondaysdark.com. Opportunity Village is holding their annual Halloween and Vegas Fright Nights events through the month of October at the Magical Forest on the Opportunity Village campus, 6300 West Oakey. Get your tickets and find out all the event times and dates at opportunityvillage.org. That's opportunityvillage.org. The Collaboration Center, or CCF, is holding its second annual Night on Blanc Gala, a ranch chic event benefiting individuals and families of all disabilities and ages. It includes a dine-around, open bar, entertainment by Cirque Mechanics, and a live and silent auction. The event will be held on Wednesday, September 28th at 6 p.m. at Collaboration Center's Las Vegas Ranch Campus on Windmill between Durango and Buffalo. Get tickets and more information at collablv.org. That's collablv.org. 
The second annual Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Foundation Halloween Dog Parade and Contest is happening on Sunday, October 2nd from 10 a.m. till noon at Dollar Loan Center Arena in Henderson. Prizes will be given to Top Dog, Best Dog and Human Duo, and Best Pack. Proceeds from the Halloween Dog Parade and the 2023 LVMPD Canine Calendar benefit the LVMPD Foundation to help support programs and initiatives, including veterinary and health care for active and retired service dogs. Register to participate or find out more at lvmpdfoundation.org. That's lvmpdfoundation.org. The Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department is holding their National Night Out on Tuesday, October 4th from 5 to 8 p.m. at Bob Bryce Park, 2050 Bonnie Lane, as well as in downtown Summerlin, Town Square, Water Street in downtown Henderson, and other locations. Find out more info at lvmpd.com. That's lvmpd.com. The Nevada chapter of the National Hemophilia Foundation is holding their Unite for Bleeding Disorders walk for the first time since 2019 on Saturday, October 8th at 9 a.m. at Floyd Lamb Park. If you personally donate $25 or more, you'll receive a special Unite for Bleeding Disorders t-shirt and walk bag. Find out the details, register, or begin fundraising at hfnv.org. That's hfnv.org. Get a free smoothie or protein shake and a free chair massage when you donate blood at the Pure Nutrition Blood Drive, Saturday, October 8th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Bloodmobile, 1450 West Horizon Ridge Parkway. Schedule your appointment at donors.vitalent.org using the blood drive code PUREnutrition. That's donors.vitalent.org and the code PUREnutrition. The annual Ride for Kids motorcycle ride to raise funds for the Pediatric Brain Tumor Foundation is taking place on Sunday, October 9th at 8 a.m., starting from Town Square, Las Vegas. The ride will go through Red Rock Canyon and back down to Silverton Casino. Register to ride or find out the details at rideforkids.org slash Las Vegas. That's rideforkids.org slash Las Vegas. Startup NV is holding its free 12-week entrepreneur boot camp starting Tuesday, October 11th in downtown Las Vegas. Find out more and register for your spot at startupnv.org. That's startupnv.org. Junior Achievement of Southern Nevada is holding their J.A. Booathon Bowling Fundraiser on Saturday, October 15th and Sunday, October 16th at 8.30 a.m. at the Santa Fe Bowling Center. Join a team and bowl in the fast lane. Get all the details at jasnv.org. That's jasnv.org. The Neighborhood Housing Services of Southern Nevada is holding their Home is Where the Heart is 30th Anniversary Gala on Saturday, October 15th from 5.30 to 10 p.m. at the Blind Center. Find out more information at mynhssn.org. That's mynhssn.org. 
Communities in Schools is holding their Today for Tomorrow Gala on Saturday, October 15th at 6 p.m. at the Cosmopolitan. This year's theme is Spirit of Vegas. Find out more or purchase tickets at cisnevada.org. That's cisnevada.org. The 12th Annual Grant-A-Gift Gala takes place on Thursday, October 20th, starting at 5.30 p.m. on the field at Allegiant Stadium. This is an evening of friendship, philanthropy, and memorable moments to benefit individuals and families navigating the autism spectrum and other neurodevelopmental disorders. The dress code is BU Wear Blue. Get your tickets or find out more at grantagift.com. That's grantagift.com. The Neon Museum is celebrating its 10th anniversary at the current downtown location with a formal gala event on Friday, October 28th from 6 to 10 p.m. at Jungle Palace, the private estate of former Las Vegas illusionist Siegfried and Roy. Get more details and tickets at neonmuseum.org. That's neonmuseum.org. They're also holding the four-day Duck Duck Shed celebration of Las Vegas architecture, design, and culture from October 27th through 30th with a variety of special programs and events. Get all the details at duckduckshed.com. That's duckduckshed.com. Black Pearl Promotions is holding a Bring Back the 70s Disco fundraising event to support Domestic Violence Awareness Month and Breast Cancer Awareness Month on Friday, October 28th from 8 p.m. till midnight at Starbase LV on West Diablo Drive near Allegiant Stadium. Get all the details and buy your tickets at blackpearlpromotions.com. That's blackpearlpromotions.com. The 26th Annual Boulder City Lions Club Charity Golf Tournament is happening Saturday, November 12th at 8 a.m. at Boulder City Municipal Golf Course. You can sign up now through October 1st by sending a message through social media at facebook.com slash Boulder City Lions Club. That's facebook.com slash Boulder City Lions Club. And Free Boutique Cycled Fashion is giving away free clothes to men, women, and children with no documents required. The boutique is located on Charleston, east of Maryland Parkway. Bring your own bags and make an appointment at facebook.com slash freeboutique. That's facebook.com slash freeboutique. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 